We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. What is up, everyone? Welcome back to another Stay High live stream. I'm Bladen Kirk, joined as always by my favorite co-host, Matt and Theo. We are talking about some sports. Sport ball. How y'all doing today? Matt, Theo, how you doing? I'm good. I um I set up a new fish tank today. So that was big time. Yo, I love fish more. tanks, man. We so I just I just got a 10-gallon one, double the size. Got I got a couple plants in there and everything. Can we get it's a tour, Matt? <laughs> Get the what? fish tour. Yeah, can we get a fish tour? <laughs> oh, yeah, I'll, 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 I'll send you guys a picture of it. It's sweet. Do I you thought you had a like fish right do you now have in there. Do you have like, well, I have the fish it? are not that interesting. They're just like guppies, but okay. I got frogs in there. I got okay. a shrimp in there and I got snails in there. I think that's an underrated part of when you when you're setting up a fish tank is is the the fauna is the fish are cool. But if you can get some cool fauna in there. And some like plant, like get it full. We've of got plants. this like huge, pl- like, we've got this humongous plant in there. It's sweet. The plants, as I've matured, and I don't have a fish tank anymore because I've been moving around and I don't want to move a fish tank. So, yeah. But I've learned as I've matured that the decorations in a fish tank can go harder than the fish most yeah. of the time, unless you have like, a crazy man. saltwater. Equipment. When I when I get like a house. I'm gonna get. Mm. I'm gonna do aquascaping, which is like big and it's like all plants and. Yeah, me too. I, that's what I, I want. Like my dream would be to have a wall in my home that is just a fish tank. There's just like a giant aquarium. I, I love. You know, I don't like the orthodontist. I had to go to the orthodontist the other day to get a new retainer, but they had a fish tank in there. That's a. It's a good draw for those dentists' office because no. otherwise I wouldn't go. But <laughs> they've got big, big fish in there. <laughs> I'm scheduling a dentist appointment behind my back and admire. I'm scheduling a dentist appointment. Um, and it's my first one that isn't like a pediatric dentist, big boy dentist, big boy dentist. And I swear if there isn't a fish tank in there, I'm leaving. I'm leaving. (laughs) I'm just leaving and I'm finding a new dentist. 
So what, have what I ever gone on my dentist was? rants to you guys and how much I hate the dentist and think it's... I hate the dentist. Too. No one should like the dentist, but I, I, I strongly agree. I think like dentistry is like a fraudulent career oh, right. I think you, could, you don't only dislike the dentist you know i, I like legitimately like I, I don't like the, the field of dentistry Dentists i don't think humans <laughs> i don't think humans need Theo. their teeth maintained like that like just brush them twice a day <laughs> <laughs> i like yeah like bro still wears his retainer they they gave me a retainer to wear i haven't worn it i'm perfectly happy with how straight my teeth are they gave me a they wired not only did they give me a retainer, they wired the back of my teeth like a right, permanent retainer, permanent spot, a permanent in the back. Yeah, I took a pliers and I took the the, the cord out, dude. Because <laughs> that, see, that's that's, that's a too step much. too that's far. Too because <laughs> it was it was it was poking. It came loose on the back end and it kept poking my cheek, and I just got so sick of it. I took it out. And I'm like, why do I need braces to fix my teeth? Why do I need a retainer to retain my teeth? And why do I need, like, if it's fixed, it's just fit. Like, okay. Okay. They're done. They're not just, if they're just going to go back to the way they were, like, what's the point? Okay. You're going to give me a retainer. You're going to be a permanent retainer. You know, have you gotten your wisdom it. teeth out? Have you gotten your wisdom teeth out? Oh, I, I got my wisdom teeth out. That's my another thing. I don't think you really need your wisdom teeth. Oh out. my gosh. Bro. I got <laughs> mine taken out. Cause I, my mom made me do it. And she's like, was like, you have to go do it. I don't, if I, if it was up to me, I would never would get my wisdom teeth taken out before they started. If they started hurting, I would do it. But like it's, humans lived before wisdom teeth removal. Like yeah, big dentistry they, is telling you <laughs> they used to be functional. That's big why. dentistry is telling you, Oh yes. Every, every kid in the world needs a $20,000 surgery to remove these useless teeth. Otherwise something might happen. Yeah. Like, Actually, okay, dentists. When I was you like, also that. need all these other things. You need three different retainers and no. braces. Look, <laughs> you can go into the dentist and, or you don't have to go to the dentist or, or an orthodontist. You can smile and I will tell you for free if you need braces or not. <laughs> <laughs> right? You don't need to go like pay for anything. For I, you can smile. I had braces. I had braces three times and I had Invisalign. Three, three times, times and Invisalign. Yeah. When I was, when I was like, don't look, at, look at my teeth eight. now. Look at my teeth. They're great teeth. When I was seven or eight, dude, <laughs> they are good. I had like a tooth problem. I forget what. And they like suggested to my parents that they pull like eight or nine of my baby teeth out at once <laughs> instead of just letting them fall huh? naturally. These people are crazy. They will oh, you'll go, you go in there and they're just diagnosing you with like, they're like, we need to do 10 different things. Sorry. My teeth look, you look at a picture of me as a kid. I sm my teeth look fine. They look fine and they look fine now. But they looked fine before. Like, seriously, like I like if your teeth are crooked, go get braces. Like, yeah, like you if they're crooked and you don't like them, there's a way to go fix it. But if they look fine and you go to the orthodontist, they're going to take x-rays and they're going to be like your submolar four here is a little <laughs> growing in a little bit wrong. We're going to need you to get braces and a retainer. And you're going to need to spend ten thousand dollars or in the case of Bladen, you're going to need braces. You're going to need braces a second time. You're going to need braces a third time. And you're going to need a Visalign. Like, no. How old were you when you got braces for the, the first, first time, time? Bladen? Uh, I want to say like 
It was elementary school for sure. Yeah, because your head is still like growing. Of course, the teeth are going to keep moving. <laughs> they got you, bro. They got you. <laughs> my mom always they talks about. My mom always talks you about. Got, like, got. <laughs> they're like, convince me, convince my me mom, that we could My couldn't, mom will like, always be like, be like, yeah, we paid for, <laughs> we paid for her Mercedes, all right. Like, <laughs> convince me that we couldn't teach doctors or even like parents like maybe as i will learn to like how to shine a flash because what do they do for cavities right how do they check they've got their magnifying glasses and like a flashlight and they just look for them <laughs> teach me you we can teach our doctors we'll, at we'll watch a we YouTube consolidate. video we'll watch a youtube video on how to look for <laughs> on how to look for cavities no it's it's like it's like how barbers used to be like surgeons too give the barbers the teeth back and right. not the surgery we can consolidate they can do all of this this doesn't have to be for like, this is the problem with the four. Now I got to get into all the for profit healthcare. Not only that, it's not just <laughs> one guy that's like four. There's like five different branches of for profit healthcare. And it's like, we could just, if it's going to be, if we're going to spend $5,000 on every time we get something checked up, it might as well be like a full body check and just teach one guy to do everything, you know? But anyway, yeah. I'm trying yeah, to ruin people's careers. Mid- Fun fact, like, <laughs> American healthcare is mid. That's there is there is one there's one kid I knew in in high school, kind of kind of a knucklehead. Like I liked it. He's a friend of mine, but like kind of a knucklehead. He's going into dentistry. He doesn't give a shit about teeth. He's like he doesn't give a like. (laughs) No one cares. No one actually wants to do it, but it pays so well. Like dentists are are rich. Like really. Oh yeah, no, bro, they're fucking loaded. No one gets in from dent to dentistry for the love of the game. They don't do it. To, they don't do it to save lives. They literally <laughs> only do it for money. Every my, single my dentist, ortho, my orthodontist because when I first it started is going there easier than being a doctor. Not saying it's not hard. You have to do a bunch of shit to be a dentist, but it's easier, lower stakes than being a doctor. Less gross, all of it, and you get paid a shit ton. Like no dentists are just, and that's why they give you all this shit. But when when I first started seeing my orthodontist. She was driving a BMW, and then a couple years later, she had a Mercedes. <laughs> it <laughs> like, makes me sick. <laughs> it makes me sick what they're doing to to our children. Right, this so is like this is like my anti vax take. This is like I'm not I'm not I, I'm not anti vax obviously, you but like Kyrie. this is my anti doctor <laughs> anti medical take. This is I, people are too focused on the vaccine. Like who who gives a shit? The vaccine's fine. What we should be more mad about is wisdom teeth removal. <laughs> <laughs> I, w- anyway. I was with i was with you on like the <laughs> on the dentist shit that you said don't get your wisdom teeth taken don't get you until they start to hurt then you can get them out if they the if they don't if maybe there's a chance where nothing hurt. ever goes wrong with the wisdom teeth i think yeah but, but they can x-ray and see the direction that they're growing and, and what are they going to tell you man and they're going to tell you that yeah in three they're years, growing the wrong be, way and they're going to be in some pain in three years well let's take them out then then if it happens now and don't i say i say bet because because if they grow in wrong right then they shift your teeth more and then you're also in pain and then you need braces they're they're getting to you man these are dentist talking points (laughs) that are have infiltrated your brain literally there's gotta be there's gotta be some wisdom teeth out there that just grow straight up you know or don't grow like 
it's it can't be a 100% failure rate. Bro, I saw the x-ray of my wisdom teeth and they're growing in fucking sideways. I'm like, yeah, get them get them out of there, dog. Anyway. <laughs> Anywho, we're supposed to talk about sports. Um is the is the Spurs, Hornets or Pacers package best for the Lakers, Pacers? The Hornets are like they're not going to tank. Unless they are really bad, they don't want to do that. They should, but they don't want to do that. And they're two and one right now. And I do believe that Clifford's going to get them good enough so where they don't tank. The Spurs package, point blank, have not actually seen exactly what it is, but I know most of their best players are like, you know, roll like guys they want to keep. And with the Pacers, I think Miles Turner and Buddy Heald is their defense is fantastic. The Lakers defense is wonderful. They just cannot shoot the ball. <laughs> And That's and an it shouldn't be like that. It's like they're not that far off because Kendrick Nunn is good at shooting and Reeves can shoot and LeBron can shoot. Anthony Davis needs to stop taking outside shots and needs to play the five. But he just got to stop. Like, he can't do it. Sorry. But get healed out there. It'll be okay. Yeah. yeah. One more thing. Uh, just go ahead. Kids at home, Google, do you need your wisdom teeth removed? Just Google that, please. Anyway. Yes. Anyway. Uh, I... My hot take, the Lakers, can the Lakers trade LeBron and AD? Is that like and something that can be discussed? LeBron and AD to like the same team? No, like, like just separately. Like oh. um, you can make these moves for healed or all the, all these role players and surround them with shooters. But at the end of the day, like if we're going to be self-aware about this, like are the, is, is that a core that's going to win the finals? I was thinking about this. I'm like, it might be better just to be like, we got our title. This isn't working. Yes, we can, we can, we can be much better with this trade. I think the, the Pacers trade, but like, does that push us over the top? I'm not sure. It might be better for the Lakers long-term to just, or is that crazy stupid? There's some clause that says you can't do that. Or, you know, you have LeBron, you just can't, you simply can't my, trade. My him. gut would tell me that at least one of those two players has a no trade clause. Uh, if not, both of them, but I could be wrong. Um, I, I think that I don't disagree. I think that Heald and Turner would make them pretty darn good. Honestly, I think their defense would be so good. And I think their spacing could work out if they would just get the guys to like Anthony Davis. You are not a good shooter. You aren't. He can't do it. They do not guard him from out there. Now, part of the problem is Westbrook out there too. And it's like, okay, I think they could be a fringe contender, but if they don't pull off that trade, if they don't go make this major trade, then yeah, they would be better off blowing it they up have because to it's a disaster something. right now. They they have to do something. Whether that I'm not saying they should trade LeBron and AD, but the thought did cross my mind where it's like, man, like, man, this is so the shooting. If it doesn't just, work out this season, they're so going to be bad. thinking about it. I can yeah. promise you that they're going to be thinking about it. But yes, I, I do agree. Their 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 defense has been pretty good right now in terms of points per possession allowed. Um, they're fourth in the league, fourth best behind Milwaukee, the New York Knicks, and the Dallas Mavericks, which is not two of those teams are not what I would have expected. Um, but uh, yeah, like I would make the deal just because you might as well. But yeah, this is the worst offense in the league thus far. So there's only so much. There's only so far. Are we, are we surprised though? No. <laughs> and they've just made they've just made some bad decisions. It's like not even the trades. It's like keep Malik Monk, keep Alex Caruso, 
this team is in a totally different spot. If they had never made the Westbrook trade, they didn't even need to go sign DeMar DeRozan. If they had just not made the Westbrook trade and they had kept Kuzma, KCP, and Caruso, and then also if they had Monk, they'd be loaded with guys who could shoot. And it but sounded just, like the it was they were about to make a trade for Heald, and then and then they at the last minute went with Westbrook. Like <laughs> they were this close. They were this close. I know this close to greatness. I fear, but but uh, Knicks are balling. The Knicks are balling. Um, Julius Randle has rebounded a little bit. I think I went Smaller on a rant. About, I went on a rant about RJ Barrett the other day, and he hasn't been good this season. But like everyone else has been good, <laughs> so it doesn't RJ, matters. You know, you can it's, afford it. We're, we're getting to the point where it's like, okay, RJ, you got to do it, or you're not doing it. Yeah, give me Dennis Smith Jr. over RJ Barrett. I say Hornets <laughs> legend Dennis Smith Jr. Now, right? Yeah, RJ Barrett has not been efficient yet in his career as a offensive player. Just has not put the ball in the basket in any area of the court. He is below average in his career, except for year two. But the other two years, bad from three, from the mid range, below average every single year. At the rim, horrible results finishing at the rim. And that's and, what's scary. Yeah. Horrible results finishing at the rim. And the defense is like mid. <laughs> like he's yeah. RJ will turn it around. He had a slow start last year. He had a slow like year last, like overall, like over the course of his career, over the course of the season. Like this is always true with him. But this is not Nick's slander session. The Knicks are playing yeah. well. Like, yes, everyone, everyone else on the Knicks is, is playing well, but he's, I mean, he's, he's not taking the jumps you'd like to see. I agree that he's still very young. Um, and obviously we're very early into this season, but like, man, man, here's a, here's a comment for Theo. Does Kawhi coming off the bench make you concerned for the Clippers? I don't think so. No, I, no. I think that I think that's just early season stuff. I mean, Clipper, he's not going to come off the bench the whole year. Obviously, like they don't, Never they want to work him back in slowly. Um, I believe that he is playing pretty well this year. From like he's he's been like he hasn't been bad off the bench. If he was like come on coming off the bench and wasn't hitting any shots, I'd be a little bit more concerned. But I don't think. That has been the case so far. I mean, they've only played two games, so it doesn't it doesn't really matter. But yeah, I don't know. It do, it doesn't concern me. The Clippers are what one and one. I'm not concerned about the Clippers yet. It's a one and one. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, QB and Will Anderson. How do you feel about the upcoming draft? The Matt and I were talking about this. Um, I think last week, Will Anderson. It's like six four, six five, but he's only like two fifty. Does that? Does that? He's listed as lighter than Brian Burns, and I'm kind of surprised for a guy who is being touted as like, you know, oh my god, generational, generational, generational. That's not at least discussed a little bit more. I understand. I don't think that makes him a bad player or anything. But I remember when Brian Burns was in the draft prospect, it was like this guy sucks. <laughs> maybe maybe people are are like their expectations are lower because of Maji Sanders Wang. Uh, 155 at the combine or whatever the hell he weighed 90 yeah. pounds 
He's like eight year old size, and then randomly <laughs> put on like fifteen pounds for the pro day. But um, I don't know. I don't know how I feel about this draft class. Honestly, I haven't looked at enough of the guys. Uh, I haven't either. I'm not someone who looks early. I'm not someone who like really scouts until the NFL season is over. I'm not a year round draft guy. I mean, obviously I've had to watch a lot of, a lot of like Georgia players before I watched like seven of them in the last draft class on the (laughs) defense. Like that six, seven Georgia tight end baller. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I've seen, I've seen Jalen Carter play the defensive tackle and Jalen Carter was just as good as Trayvon Walker was when I watched like, Oh, there is, there's Carter again. He's not in this draft class. I can't wait to watch him more next year. Cause he looks really good. He looks just as good as Jordan Davis. He looks just as good as Trayvon Walker. He looks just as good as Nicobe Dean. Those are all guys. I was, you know, pretty, pretty high on, um, especially Jordan Davis. So like, yeah, I like him. Um, yeah, I, <laughs> Jalen Carter should be a top five pick. I I don't know. I, I like, I think the quarterback class is okay. There's four guys who are interesting. It's like, I, I haven't watched them a ton, but it's like Stroud obviously has enough. So where you're looking at him to see if he's a franchise guy, Bryce Young, Will Levis has the arm talent. Hooker has the arm talent. Everyone else I either haven't watched or I've watched them and I'm like, they don't got, the juice for me to consider them a super, super serious prospect. Cause that's the first thing is like, if a guy doesn't have the arm strength to like, you know, obviously be like, you know, at least a top 50%, you know, talent yeah. wise guy in the NFL, it's kind of, I'm, I'm not that interested. Oh, Nix did make that one beautiful throw <laughs> though. And he had five touchdowns. Bo Nix. Bo Nix. <laughs> You can be a Bo Nix truther if you want. <laughs> I, I'm not, I, that's, that's hey, I'm a, not saying a, I'm going to be a Bo Nix truther. That's the road less traveled, I'm afraid. <laughs> one, I will I'm say like saying. right now, I, I watching CJ Stroud and Bryce Young, I don't know if this is... Right now, CJ Stroud and Bryce Young are listed as, as top five prospects on a big board. I'm not going to have them up there. I don't think that, that like they're going to be top five players overall, especially Stroud in a draft class. I'm probably going to have them more in the, the, I kind of think I kind of disagree about young. I kind of do think young is him. I think he's just the mental stuff with him. And I feel like he's got a lot of zip and he's just so fast. I know he's short, but man, young might be top five, but I, I think that he, his, his weight concerns me a little bit. Like he really is not built like any other quarterback in the league. Like he's not like Tyler is small and Russ is small, but Russ is stocky. Russ is built. Like he's like that wide dude. And Kyler too, a little bit. I had to Google Kyler Murray shirtless and put it in the, and put it in my CJ Stroud versus Bryce young video. Like young is kind of like, he's, he's more, he's like, if you were to put him in water, and measure the like displacement of the water. <laughs> if that, if like, we were to do that, chemistry by, lesson got. <laughs> if we were to put Bryce Young, if we were to put all the the combine quarterbacks in water and measure the displacement to get their mass, I think that Bryce Young would be one of the smallest quarterbacks that we've we've seen in a long, long time. So I, I think he's him and all that. Like I love Bryce Young, but I don't know. Yeah, I always think quarterbacks I, get a little bit too much of a boost. But um, yeah, I don't know. Too, one too one thing I think is really interesting is Jackson Smith and Jigba. People are not he is like not played. Yeah, he's not playing. 
And I, I find it hard to believe that he would go back, but we saw Pickens was was super, super hyped, and he was like the 50th pick. I don't know if that's going to happen to Jackson Well, those character Smith. concerns with Pickens. Yeah. Which well, I don't think Jackson Smith and Jigba has. I do think that Jackson Smith and Jigba is going to go way lower than people think he is. I think he's going to go way lower. People think he's like a top five pick, and it's like, if he's especially if he's like not playing, and right. he's not... He, he's in a bad position because I think to do that, like the hype for him was largely based around his numbers and fair, like he is great. Don't get me wrong. It's hard to put up big numbers on an offense. That's like if he's out, they don't even care. It doesn't even matter. They've got three other guys who are going to the NFL right behind them. I mean, Marvin Harrison Jr. and and Buka and and Fleming and none of those guys are even like draft eligible too. Those are all second year guys, and they've got more guys coming up. It's it's like I don't know. It's it's hard for him to just get like just get the workload to put up those numbers to get the hype. Even yeah, though and and JSN, I think I think if he doesn't play or if he's hurt for the majority of the year, he's obviously not going to put up huge numbers this year because he's already missed the like you're saying. The thing about Jackson Smith and Jigba that nobody realizes is that the guy is slow. The guy is not a crazy athlete at all, in my opinion. Like he's he's really new. I like J- Jackson Smith and Jigba. I, I would pick him in the first round for sure. But like, if if it's if the numbers aren't crazy, and then he goes and, and runs at the combine, and you see that four point six, like Cooper Cup ran or something like that, a low four point five, people are going to be like, well, I, he, I don't think he's someone who's going to like jump out of the building either, unless maybe he 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 shuts it down and just specifically starts getting his body ready for the combine which he might do um going forward here but yeah i i think that jackson smith and jigba is someone who people don't quite i mean there was a tweet that matt miller i mean this was kind of the basis of of why i looked at his game for an all 22 review is was a lot of nfl people don't view, view him as like a borderline first round pick jackson smith and jigba and here I see, I'm looking at the tankathon big board. He's he's ranked number six. I don't know if you can get like gambling odds. He's not going in the top ten. Like he's he's just not going in the top ten. That doesn't mean like, he's bad. I mean, you can go watch my video on him. There's a lot of stuff that he does like super well. His body control and his his like feel for space. He's very coordinated. He can make guys miss just because of his like balance and, and coordination. And and he's he's quick. But he's, he's a fast. slot guy. He's yeah. a slot guy. But he's, and I'll, he's I'll say guy. this. Someone's asking, how would he? How does he rank against the most recent wide receiver class? He's not better than Garrett Wilson was at Ohio State. That I can yeah. tell you for a fact. Garrett Wilson was better than him. And I, would, I would think Alave might be too. Alave I would was, take JSN over Alave, having watched would, all three. I would, yeah. I would rank them Wilson, JSN, Alave. Is how I, I was. A, I was it. a big fan of Alave's game. I liked so. him too, but... And he's doing well in the NFL, so maybe he he that would be wrong with hindsight. He's he's a little bit he's he's all of those Ohio State receivers are just so good at being receivers. Who <laughs> Brian Hartline really is one of the best position coaches yeah. in the world, as far as I'm concerned. Olave is the same way, where it's like he just knows where to be, but also not to the same extent that JSN is in like a totally different way. But he also has like four three speed. You know, yes. he's also got that top end top end speed. Yes, Ohio State wide receivers all kind of look the same in a weird way because they, 
and Olave looked a little bit different, but like I watched Marvin Harrison sometimes, like he had a catch versus Michigan state where he kind of jumped and kicked his legs up. And at the same time he reached down. And by the time he like caught the ball, he was kind of in like this C shape. I'm like what, what the fuck was that? Like <laughs> he's <laughs> like, it's just weird, weirdly good body control. I don't know if they coach yeah. it or it's just something they, they find in high schoolers, but like they could just, Spinner, like I always think of such an Ohio State wide receiver move is to jump, catch the ball, like spin around in the air and then land and keep running. That's like something I saw JSN do. That's something I saw uh, Garrett Wilson do. It's something I've seen like Marvin. It's just like pluck the ball out of the air behind him, spit like do a little pirouette in the air, hit the ground and keep running like nothing happened. It's weird body control. Also, scouting report from the Ohio State game recently. And Buka, however fast he looks on TV, he is way faster in real life. Ignore the 40 times. That guy is unbelievably fast. And I know he'll run well, too. But if he runs like a 4-4 and you're like, okay, so he's like very fast, but not like that 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 level. No, he's that level. It was crazy. Does that Iowa run, game was hilarious. Though. Does he run? Does he totter back and forth? Like he's, I don't he's kill. maybe not. He's a little bit, I guess, more upright than that, which I guess is not what you want. But dude, I know it was, it was right away. He, he was on like the sweep or some sort of one of those little like passes. And he's, it, it's something different. The guys I get there is just insane. I don't that know. How they, <laughs> they, I don't know how they do it. Um, yeah. Had a dream where Herbert demanded a trade and was sent to the 49ers. Need it. Justin Herbert, I'm sick of the slander. I'm sick of the slander on this podcast. (laughs) On this very podcast, the Herbert slander and the general eye labeling him as not a winner. He's such a funny player to slander, though. He is so good. However, (laughs) right now, it just ain't ain't working out for him, dude. It's just not. How many picks does he have this year? I swear to God, it's like probably none. not. Yeah, probably probably very few. He has four in seven games, which is pretty good. Ooh. And no, he doesn't take sacks. He doesn't throw picks. He's like a freak athlete. The problem is there just haven't been big plays because the wide receivers are so fucking slow <laughs> in in Los Angeles. Like I, that is the problem. That is the problem. They are so fucking slow. And it's they like, that slow. is why you have this guy who is not throwing it deep. It is because his wide receivers are all slow, every single one of them. And so he should go to, he should go to San Francisco. So He's going to Josh Palmer, Josh Palmer. Slander. What is it? What do you think it takes for Staley to be fired? Uh, missing the playoffs this season. Like I think if they get, if even if they make the playoffs, if they get like, Molly whopped in the first round. They it might be it might be time to pack it up, man. They oh, I yeah, think they've they're... just messed up their roster. It's just like they did not do a good job at all. And they spent so much money this offseason. It's like it's but I mean everyone everyone liked the roster in the offseason, right? Everyone people, was people, like, oh the and, and I, I'm guilty of that, Sebastian but it's like the Joseph receivers Day, are Camille not what Mack, they need to be. JC prob- Jackson. Their problem is that they spent all this money. It's not that they're missing things. It's that the players they're spending big money on are not worth the money, that they're not that good. And that is hard to overcome. You can get great players, but now if you're locked into some contracts, it's tough. 
Bro yeah. said Herbert was better than Allen. I don't think that anymore, but I will stand on the take that Herbert was better last year. I will stand like if you look at 2021, Herbert had a better season. Than Allen's Allen. a winner. <laughs> what has he won? Uh, he's a playoff game. More than I can say for he did, he did beat the dog shit out of the Patriots. More than I he can did say beat, for and her, he beat but... the Philip Rivers Colts. Lest us yeah. not forget, um, he has been to the playoffs, dude. I I, I was on Mac you, you, you saw I tweeted out that CJ Stroud was not quarterback one, and then Ohio State. The people were like tweeting the score of the Ohio State Iowa game at me. You were this there, is going. Right? This Iowa, is going to be Iowa is the worst. worst. This is going to be the worst player to like talk about prospect wise in eons, man. Ohio State has like the best offensive line, the best receivers, and their defense had six turnovers. If we're scouting quarterbacks by the final score against like mid Big Ten teams, so and, and it's the same. I don't in know the if it's going to be the worst. I think it's going to be the worst from Ohio State fans because they're Ohio State yeah. fans. But I think the general public is very ready to slander Ohio State quarterbacks. I think so too. I think also, for me, Iowa, Iowa is CJ Stroud is going to go very differently than maybe you slandering CJ Stroud, who may have <laughs> more of an Ohio following. They keep saying I hate Ohio State. <laughs> Meanwhile, I'm at the game. Like while I'm at, you the are rooting game. for Iowa. You are at the game in your Iowa jersey with a big kill killing. Bro, bro CJ Stroud. Bro, Iowa's offense is dog shit. Like that, that offense was terrible. Can you guys interview Danny Times? <laughs> yes. Not I will him down, call him. I will, him. I will yeah, call me, him right call, now. <laughs> call well, Daniel we, Jones. We'll call Will Levis, who will call Wandale Robinson, who will call, yeah, we'll call Daniel, Daniel Jones. And then this we is how will, we win. This is how we interview Daniel Jones. Um, yes. I thought Stroud and Young were about the same till I watched the Tennessee game. There was a play in that game where Stroud hit the Steph Curry where he, he threw a touchdown. He scrambled around, shovel passed a touchdown, and he didn't he he was running as he released it. And then he just didn't he didn't look to see if it completed. He just turned around with his finger up in the air because he knew it was going to be a touchdown after he like created this big play. And I saw that and I'm like this is the first time they're going to be right slightly about the Mahomes comps. That was a Mahomes play. You know, they call every play, you know, this, this quarterback is like Steph Curry and LeBron and Patrick Mahomes and Tom Brady. But if they say he's like, he can do that out of, he at least like keeps his eyes up and, and is keeps everything open to him all the time, which is the real big thing that makes Mahomes so or part of it. That makes Mahomes so great that they're right about. He does do that. Yeah, he he does he does do that. That was crazy, and it's like Stroud's not doing that, man. Stroud does not have that kind of swag yeah. to him, Bryce, despite Bryce what that is. gif of him d- dancing might suggest. Um, he does not have the it factor like Bryce Young has. Um, but yes, Bryce Young, he's not Mahomes because he doesn't have that kind of arm strength to me. Right. Like it's good, it's fine, but it's not like it's not even like Kyle. Like I've never seen Bryce Young like roll out of pocket, just like flick the wrist and it goes like 50 yards down the field. Like he, he can really, he can, if he puts his all into that, I mean, he, he had Jameson Williams and he had plenty of deep shots to James Williams, Williams, but he's kind of, kind of had to, he's kind of got to have to step into that more than Mahomes who can just like fade away and probably do a Kareem hook shot and have it go 60 yards on a spiral. So that's where they're different. But, but like Mahomes, I do think that young has this like innate, problem solve dynamic problem solving once the ball is snapped and it's just like 
he he always the thing is is that like all of his options are always open to him all the time that's the mm-hmm. thing it's like on that tennessee play he was like running i thought for sure he was just going to try to run for it and he probably would have gotten it but he he's still like i wouldn't have even thought to still throw that ball, even if I was playing like Madden. So I, that's that's the big thing, and you can't teach that. They, yeah. People say he, it factor as like a catch-all because they just, like, they may like some people may not know what to say or whatever. <laughs> that's what the it factor is. I think. Yeah, I think I think it's yeah, it's kind of that like dynamic problems, basically just problem solving, and it's it's what yeah. Cam was so good at, and it's something like, and you can have Twitch like. Like I think Young has, like he's he's crazy twitchy. Like th- just the quickness that he does everything, that he flips his hips, that he runs around. I think like Zach Wilson has that a little bit. Like he's got twitch. Like he can move. Yes, yes he does. He has he has some really nice escapes, but but he did like not turn, he I saw that that montage. He, he did not. He turn does it. that. Like he'll spin and like avoid all these crazy. But like he never does anything with that. Like there has been one time in Zach Wilson's NFL career that I've actually seen him like hit a throw outside the pocket. And that's the big the one to Corey Davis against the Titans last oh, year. Oh, the Titans. Well, I was like, if someone could find a big play from Zach Wilson, like outside the pocket, that is not that I would love to see it because there's got to be like less than five in his whole career, <laughs> like big plays. Like he just can't do it. Like thus far, he's not like in theory, it's good. And he tries to a lot because he is twitchy and he can, he's elusive, but like, the act when it actually comes down to like getting the throw off and putting it in the right place, like he's not like young and can do that. Young Young's got all that twitchiness and, and the quick release and all that. But like I've act, actually trust him to to make the play downfield. Right. And he's doing it at Alabama in the SEC. Like when Wilson was a prospect, he was doing it at BYU in the COVID year. So right. right. There's there's a little <laughs> bit of a difference. Yeah. Do you guys know Mill, what the uh, James bailed him? Yeah. Do you guys know what the James Robinson compensation was? Someone's asking about it. I, I believe like it was a six-round pick, and if he hits certain yardage thresholds, it becomes a fifth-round pick. Man. Oh, that's that's a good that's, trade. That's great. You know, do you know what that's... There's a that's certain team that just traded four draft picks all higher than that that maybe could have done that and would have been not that much worse, man. So I like that trade. I think, you know, you don't want to Carter's good, but you don't want to just have him. I don't know who they've got behind them. So Probably Ty Johnson still, I think I Which remember. <laughs> not super, super serious as yeah. far as just like giving him a bunch of carries. So I like I thought it. it was a win-win because, because, you know, Jacksonville, like uh, Travis Etienne has been playing well over the past couple games. Like you could kind of see that shift beginning to happen where Etienne was going to take over, be the lead guy. And James Robinson was going to kind of fall off in terms of statistical output and then leave next season for, for nothing. So, you know, to get a pick for him and just to kind of like really lean into your number one overall pick, who's I think clearly pretty talented and and done a decent job over these past couple weeks as a number one. Like, I I don't think it's going to impact I don't think the the Jaguars offense is like worse today than it was yesterday. I, I no. really like James Robinson is a nice player and all, but I, I, I think they're about the same. I think they're about the same. And I, I don't think leaning into ETN is a bad thing for them. And they got the pick. And yeah, I, th- I thought this was like, just like a solid, solid win-win. I don't know. Yeah. yeah. Like, no, okay, no one sure. loses this trade. Um, no. Did, did you guys get to watch last night's game between the. I watched Bears a good amount of it. 
I saw Justin Fields had a couple of funny throws. He played a pretty decent game. He played pretty good. The one the one um, throw to Cole Komet, where he like escaped and redirected him up the sideline. That was that was nice. That was nice. Um but I I don't know. I feel like we saw a lot of examples again where like Fields Fields does have like flashes. Man, there's no I mean, there's no weapons on that team to throw. There to. are no weapons on that team. I will give him that. It, it is like Khalil Herbert, great runner. I mean, they they went they rushed for what, like 270 last night or something crazy. Um, but man, he has no one to throw. It's like Equinemia, St. Brown, Cole Komet. Like, give him something. Like, I, I mean, there there are there to a to a degree, yes, he has he has looked bad in his own right. But last night we saw some pretty big flashes of of what he could be, um, and I think if, I, th- I do I do kind of think that, and I, and I don't I, I'm really worried that I'm just going to fall into the trap of like give him another year and he's just going to be asked for another year. Well, I think you um, do give him another year. I think you do too. Like, but I, regardless of how, but the you rest have, of this but if you give him another year, year you can't just run this same roster back. That's the that's the thing the. the the, the weapons are too bad. If they well, obviously, back, obviously, how I mean, you can't. You physically yeah, cannot no, run like, the same rod. You're forced to take a player in the draft. <laughs> You're forced to like. Yeah, you but will spend. It, it money would be, free. but it like, would be really. Obviously, e- they're going to do that. I mean, yeah, but what if they just go like defense? Right, like, they did that this off season. Like, I don't think they. I I have faith in the Bears to like select a weapon for Fields when it's their biggest okay. need, and there's like. I don't think they're that dumb. I, I think I should, I think they should have done it this year and avoided this yeah. whole conversation. Like then you would just know right now, like let's get the quarterback stuff out of the way and then go defense instead of have no weapons for fields is, is the first two years while he's in the league, you know, obviously he's they like probably most played the board the way it fell. Time. You know, they probably take, they probably thought, uh, Jaquan Brisker was better than any of the wide receivers available. And maybe they were like Jaquan Brisker is a good player. They probably thought this and this and this, but like, yeah, they, they do need, eventually you do need a weapon. And I, I think they'll give them it. Um, I, I, I the uh, Vikings game was good. And this last game was all right. Like, yeah. And, and it's like, who else are you going to take? You know, like, are you going to trade not up again with- for Stroud or young? Like, yeah, they're winning to too many games two. right now. Right. Yeah. And, you, and you run it back with a new quarterback and a same garbage receiving core. Like you're right. Just right. The same outcome he, again. I think the other thing is like we talk about year two quarterbacks. You don't have to be a franchise guy by the end of year two, but you got to show some like serious signs of improvement. And right now fields has had a couple of nice games, like not, not just like, okay, here's one flash from one. He's had a couple of nice games and there's a lot more football to be played. If Fields starts looking like rookie year fields for the rest of the season, they might run it back, but it won't be serious. Like, yeah, then you shouldn't run it back. If, if you had the option, if he keeps looking like he did last night, or maybe he's not like perfect or anything, but he definitely shows more signs of life. Then that's, that's the threshold you need to cross. And and we'll know one way or the other, which one it is by the end of the season, but we're only what, right. six, seven games in for the Bears, seven. Right. Yeah. If we can get a bunch more Minnesota games from him, or even like a couple more New England games from him, yeah. Like I, I always think, like Josh Allen is is the example. So many people, he's the new Peyton Manning. Well, Peyton Manning threw this oh, many wow. picks, so it's all good that our rookie threw this many picks, and now it's Josh Allen. Like the thing about Allen is, like if you go look at the go look at the roster that Josh Allen had when he got drafted, his wide receiver one dude. 
it was like Zay Jones, like a much worse Zay Jones than he is right now. Like, did not they even still have Zay Cole Jones Beasley, or was he top. still in Dallas at that time? He may have still been in Dallas. I think at he least was still a, in Dallas at that time. So the they didn't 20, even have Cole like, Beasley. <laughs> the twenty seventeen Buffalo Bills had maybe the worst supporting cast. Was it seventeen or was it eighteen? Or maybe it was two thousand eighteen. Yeah, um, it was. The, it was Baker, Allen, Lamar. Yes, um, it may have been 2018, but at any rate, rookie like Darnold. So first of all, you can't use the Josh Allen comp. I mean, maybe for Fields you could because the like his situation is also trash. But you can't yeah. use it for Tua. You can't use it for Zach Wilson at this point. You can't use it for any any wide receiver whose wide receiver one is like a good NFL player or like or they're running right. back is a good NFL player. Wait, I've got the list up. Okay, his his supporting cast. His in 2018, Zay Jones got 102 targets. Kelvin Benjamin got 60. Oh my god, dude! <laughs> I forgot about that. That's one of the greatest trades in Panthers history. A third for Kelvin Benjamin. That's crazy. Highway robbery. Kelvin <laughs> Benjamin got six. Had 62 targets. He caught 23 passes. <laughs> dude, Kelvin Benjamin once had 150 targets for the Panthers, man. <laughs> And then Robert Foster was was wide receiver. That's three. a name I haven't heard in a long time. Robert I forgot Foster. about Robert Foster. Thirty year old LaShawn McCoy was the was the running back who was not very good at that point. Yeah. The other it thing to remember shady, is that Josh Allen, cooked. despite being like the most raw prospect possible, also looked much improved by the end of his second season. If a quarterback just stinks yes. for their first two years. It's not. It's not happening. You saw. You saw massive improvement for Allen by the end of his second season. Oh so yeah. with Allen, Allen went guys, from like terrible to simply like bad. He went like twenty-one touchdowns, ten picks, a year or two. Yes, or simply like, like extremely average or maybe mediocre. If you look yeah, at most like stats, like, like from from a season long perspective, and if you go and watch that playoff game. The, the Texans one where he had the stupid ass lateral for no reason and threw it to the fullback double covered. If you remember that game, he was dishing some dimes where you were like, man, there were like three throws there that were that were a very, very high level throw. But um, yeah, we'll Alan see. Josh Allen in year two um, was ranked 23rd on an average efficiency. But right. with 20, 20 touchdowns, nine picks, and he had all these tools, and he was he was like a little below average, but also obviously showing flashes. So if Fields or Lawrence also ends up a little bit below average, but is obviously showing flashes, that's where you want them to be. <laughs> Lawrence is still the the quarterback play has been so bad this year that Lawrence is still above average. Yeah, Even top yeah, ten and a decent amount of efficiency yeah. stats. I mean, I remember at, at the at the quarter point of the season through four games, Fields was dead last in average efficiency. Um, what was it? Zach Wilson was pretty, or Zach Wilson hadn't played enough games. He had to have a good enough sample size. But uh, but Trevor Lawrence was almost top ten. So, he'd probably be near that now. I, I really don't. I mean, he just played a pretty decent game. Yeah, I'll, um, I'll, I mean, I'll run. I'll run the numbers again at the end of next week. Probably anyway. This time I will say, like with Fields, the last thing is like Fields is dead last in a lot of efficiency things, even still. Um, 
Yeah. Like he, he had quite the hole to dig him out of after the first couple of weeks of the season. So, but yes, we will need to see some more, um, some more good games from him, but I'm not totally out on him yet. And I don't think like, unless you're really high, unless you're really high, really high. on like Will Levis or something like that, or like Tanner McKee, who might be there when the bears pick, like it's, that would be a, a completely unserious thing to do would be move on from Justin Fields. You got to give him a weapon. And like, if he sucks next year with some weapons, then it's time to say, okay, like, we can probably upgrade his, his sack rate was high at Ohio state and his poise is simply not good enough. Like he just cannot, just cannot read the field the way that we want him to. If, if it's like that next year, um, right. then it's okay. But I think, I think after this year, you still gotta, you still gotta stick with him. sadly. But I think one, one more thing before we get out, who would you start between Zappy and Jones at this point? Mac Jones. Zappy is ass. So is Mac Jones. Mac Jones was not ass last year. At least there's that. And he was not ass at Alabama. Zap, Zappy looked solid at points. No, he nah, nah, no, I know. He, he, bad. he can throw it to a wide open guy. I'll give him that. Like against the Browns, I don't know how many wide open touchdowns there were. There they, were a couple. They, there were a lot. Uh, every the touchdowns against like just no open. pressure guy was wide open. Like congratulations. You have a quarterback who can hit those things. I know for a fact, Mac Jones can too. I know that he yeah. can just not the way it worked out. Look, if Mac Jones is terrible and you want to bench him, you can bench him. But like Zappy, Zappy needs a hater right now because, oh my God, does everyone love I, him? He's going to win the job. I'm convinced at this point that he's going to win the job. I, I, I don't know if that's true or not. Cause like definitely the Belichick press conference stuff is not like confirming it any one way. Belichick said like Zappy is no, he is not good to me. Do you know what, do you know what Schefter said before the game? What? He said before the game started, before anything happened, Mac Jones and Bailey Zappy will both get playing time in this game. Man, they're running two quarterbacks week seven. And then, (laughs) and then that's what happened. The game plan happened. Every like the game plan happened. Yeah. And then everyone was like, Mac Jones, you will never work. But, in but, here, but here's the thing, right? Like for me, if, if they would even, the fact that they're even considering, they're, they're even like entertaining the idea. Who is they? Who, who is they? Who's the Patriots? The fact that are they, but are they entertaining the idea? Like if, if Mac Jones is not healthy enough to play, then you just play Bailey Zappi. If Jones is healthy enough to play, then you just play him the whole game if he's the better quarterback. But if Could you're I not also convinced- look at it like they trust Bailey Zappi so little they were willing to throw in an injured Mac Jones? Could I also spin it that way? <laughs> Maybe. Because they didn't want to see Zappi the entire game. I think they wanted to I think they wanted to get a sense of where Mac Jones was at. For I don't think they wanted to play in the whole game. I think they wanted to get a set. I I don't think that Mac Jones lost the job last night. I don't no, think I don't think he happen. lost it last night, but I think he will lose it. If I, Zappi I would, is their quarterback, there, but like, yes, okay. But even if they do that, Zappi won't be the starting quarterback next year. Like Zappi is oh. bad. Like that. That <laughs> is both, the, that is my yeah. point. I guess they're is both like, bad. They're no matter what happens, right? No matter who wins this job, both the the Patriots lose either way because their yes. quarterback options are Mac Jones, Bailey Zappi, and Brian Hoyer. They have no quarterback. All right. 
What are we doing, Bill? <laughs> what are we doing? No, they just missed on the quarterback. They just drafted Mac Jones, and he's not that good. Yeah. Yeah, I don't disagree. The Patriots are – it's very hard to get a franchise quarterback if you're not super, super terrible. And the Patriots are not super, super terrible. Mac yeah, Jones did hit the gritty. This he is did true. hit the gritty. <laughs> I'll, I'll make a video saying that. Guys, Say what you want about Bailey's happy, but did he yeah. hit the gritty? I don't know. I, I I'll have to read more about about like what Belichick said after the game. But the plan was always to yeah, bench I mean, back Jones. I think he could have been like that was the plan going into that. It was reported before yeah. the game. It's what everybody said after the game is Mac Jones said, I knew I was not going to finish that game. I knew I was not going to finish that game. Yeah. So it wasn't a benching. That's that's the that but, is the, a lot of people thought it was and it was not. No, but it, but I, just, I also don't read into anything Belichick says because he has never once like entertained. That's true. You do have to watch out for that. I'll give you that. I don't know. He, he I will too. But the fact, the thing is that report came out before the game. If it was just after right. the game, I would be like, okay, sure. But the fact that it was reported before the game, you're going to see both quarterbacks tonight. Don't be surprised if you see both quarterbacks tonight and then both quarterbacks played. It's right. like, well, okay. Like that is indeed what happened. And I think they would have been better off starting Mac Jones. I, I really don't think Zappi is any good at all. Like, I, I would, I don't know. I don't know. I, yes. Hypothetically, though, hypothetically, let's say Zappi wins the starting job. That would mean Mac Jones is traded, right? This is, this is the other thing. You can roll with Mac Jones and it doesn't mean anything for Bailey Zappi. You roll with Bailey Zappi, that's it. You are done with Jones. You can, I, that is a very hard thing to go the other way around with. Yeah. Right. And you've kind of, I mean, I guess you could tank Jones's value if he plays the rest of the season and it's, it's terrible, but like, I do think that Mac Jones is capable of better football than he's playing right now. And I think that if he played the rest of the season and you didn't think he was the answer, like, him being the starter the rest of the season versus him being benched for Bailey Zappi the rest of the season, like what keeps his trade value higher? I don't know. That's, I guess maybe that's an interesting question, but yeah, I don't know. How, how do you feel about Jalen Maiden quarterback one this year? <sighs> Sorry, but who? Um, <laughs> <in my> <laughs> <laughs> I'm a casual. I mean, hold up. I'm a casual. Let's see. Like I'm the, the linebackers. I love how we're he's at 478 passing yards. If that's in one game, he's the goat. But because <laughs> I mean, you know, he threw over 300 yards. Only goats do that. So SDSU. Oh, are there any brother. good Division two quarterbacks in the league? Is there one? Carson Wentz. So no. <laughs> and NDSU uh, maybe, is maybe like borderline. One There's like also borderline. like just two. So there's really not that. that I guess there's Zappy, right? Well, and then there's no, because he was Western Kentucky. Are Do you mean nice? you mean a group of five? Because SDSU is is D one. Are they? Oh yeah, group of five. I guess not so power, be, non power five. Oh, non power five. Okay. Maybe that's what five. I mean. I always um, get well. Although I mean, where did Lance went to? 
you went to Lan- Lance. Lance wasn't even D two. Lance was just Lance FCS. Is, yeah. Okay. I was about to say Lance was. FCS. Although that's that's practical. NDSU is like could be good in like the Big Twelve though. Like NDSU is like a good school, a great okay. football school. I don't think so. So if you're coming at me with this like South Dakota quarterback, like no. Josh Allen. That's oh yeah, one. that's Jimmy. True. Jimmy G was not. Power, okay, well, Jimmy five sucks. <laughs> well, he starts. Jimmy, he, did, still, he does start. Josh where did Allen, Jimmy G go? Correct. Hmm? Where did Jimmy G go? He went to Northern Illinois. He was a Northern Husky. Right. Yes. I think, or and some dog mascot. Um, Carr was Fresno State. Okay, there's yeah, more okay. than I thought. Oh, yeah, that's right. I'll, I'll accept Carr. Allen was Wyoming. Carr and Allen is, is, is enough. Yeah. I mean, okay. it's going to be less than Power 5, obviously. <laughs> Nah, yes. there's actually all the best quarterbacks actually are uh, Juco, Delaware Flacco. Hey, <laughs> hey, do you un- do you have any idea how many passing yards that guy had at one point? <laughs> I a do not, lot. but I'm sure it was a lot. And I use same as Romo. Yes, that's right. That is right. Um, anything else we have? They're saying Eastern. Okay, Eastern. Hold on. Oh, I don't man. know. I don't East, have any Eastern. Uh, my <laughs> our bad. <laughs> Uh, for not having appropriate Jimmy Garoppolo knowledge. But as always, think that wraps things up. As always, tons of other content coming on all platforms. We'll be back with another podcast here shortly. Got some Matt, got a Matt video coming out soon. Matt, what's your video on? Dennis Smith Jr., which is Dennis Smith Jr. <laughs> Bro's not trying to hit his views threshold. I'm not, I'm not hitting the views on this one. But. <laughs> The next, oh, uh, the next two. Okay, I'll do Westbrook and then Ben Simmons oh, and then LeBron and, and then LeBron. Steph Curry. And, and and that, that'll make up for it. Westbrook I'll make again. ten Lakers videos in a row after this to make <laughs> up for it. So, and then Theo, what's your all twenty-two on this week? Uh, it's is our oh, Brady oh, and Rogers and yeah, Rogers and Brady. That's a good one. Yes, then, it is a good one. Yeah, but as always, again, tons of content coming on all platforms. We'll be back with all that very shortly. But until then, from Cornway Bird Boy and Lemon Boy, we will catch you on the flippity flop. Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. But why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. The trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality.